0: Party people, welcome once again to the Party of Fun podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show I am joined by Michael Dunn O'Connor for a game of Rebel Crown. You know Michael as the designer of Goblinville, which we've played before on the show. Rebel Crown is his new game, it is a forged-in-the-dark RPG of courtly intrigue. Uh, The villainous House Gear has staged a coup, has cast out the rightful heir to the throne, and this is the story about them and their allies taking back what is rightfully theirs. It's very cool. It's very well done, well made. It is a great Forged in the Dark game. I can't recommend it enough. Check it out. Find more information about Rebel Crown in the show notes. I think you're really, really going to dig it. Now, real quick, before we dive in, I do want to take a moment and thank some recent Patreon backers, people who I've maybe thanked on previous episodes. I maybe haven't. I don't fully remember, so I'm just going to thank them all now. Thank you so much to Aaron J. Amendola, Adira Slattery, Marcy Young, Mike Fortman, and Tyler Robertson, thank you for supporting the show and all the other amazing things that I do, the games I create and the podcasts I produce. I appreciate it, and I do sincerely thank you. Now, that said, I do want to say that the offer that I made in previous episodes, uh, there are some links in the show notes to some funds like the Nathan Paletta Friendship Fund, some friends of mine whose income has been impacted. Uh, If you donate to any of those sources and send me an email... I've got something very special for you. Specifically, I have an officially laid out PDF of when you're here, your family, that I technically can't sell. If you send me proof of donation to any of these things, I'll just give that to you. That's how that's that's how this is going to work for the time being. You can find more information about all of that, as well as more information about uh, Michael Don O'Connor's projects, as well as more information about Rebel Crown in the show notes. But enough about all that, because we've got a show to do. Let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get things rolling. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. I am sitting down once again with my good friend, Michael Dunn O'Connor. Michael, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to have you back on the show. We're playing a new game of your own design. So why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about what we are playing this week, as well as anything else you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Sure.
1: Uh, This game is Rebel Crown. It is a forged in the dark game of political intrigue. One character is the claimant. A noble who was um, dethroned, uh, removed from their uh, claim to a noble throne, to a crown. Uh, and the other players are the devoted allies who are willing to put their lives in the line to see the claimant uh, retake that throne. Uh, so it's got kind of a player driven mm-hmm. campaign structure as you choose your path to that final objective. Um, and we're going to be playing, seeing which one of the members of the claimant's retinue uh, you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and follow from there it we read a kickstarter for it in during zine quest um and it'll be available to the public in august
0: perfect awesome um yeah so let's go ahead and get into it i think because i know we're making our characters and then we're gonna play through a little bit of a mission Mm -hmm. so uh how let's walk me through the process take me through the take me through the journey so the first thing we're going to look
1: at for character creation is which of these playbooks you're interested in being. Uh, when you play with multiple player characters, one of them must be the claimant, mm-hmm. uh, the, the person whose throne we're vying for. With a single player, I think it'd be interesting to look at what the other playbooks are yeah. uh, and consider we can have a playbook, a claimant who's a bit off screen. And unable to press their own claim, and we could see what it would look like for one of their allies to to put things on the line in that claimant's name.
0: I like that. Um, I, the, the playbook that immediately jumps out to me is the Vengeant, which is someone who once served another noble house but was cast out. They seek to bring their former masters low and have joined the claimant to see that done. Uh, they, mm. they gain experience when they make sacrifices to destroy their enemies and when they counsel the claimant to pursue victory at any cost. Play the vengeance if you want a strong relationship with your enemies and you want to explore the toll that warfare takes in both victory and defeat phenomenal i think that's the one that really um, jumps out at me
1: let's do it uh, i'll clear these other playbooks out of here and you'll have the vengeance there to work with the first choice that you're going to make is your vengeance uh heritage their house um what is their origin who what The kingdom of Crayabon is led by a series of great houses, these families uh, and dynasties that control the land and therefore control the political power. Uh, And the Vengeant was a member of one of these houses, uh, but was cast out for some reason Mm. uh, and now seeks vengeance upon them. So you can look at the options under Vengeant there. Uh, You can look at House Gyar is kind of the ambitious house. They married the claimant's usurper uncle uh, and have worked against the claimant uh, very directly. House Tarb is a local house uh who are known to have mercenary connections uh, and a very military background and House Lolaire would mean that you were a member of the claimant's own house the Lolaire is the mm. ruling family, and so you could be an illegitimate relative of the claimant
0: I kind of like i think i I think i'm feeling i'm hmm I'm feeling either House Tarb or House uh, gear I'm trying to decide which one I'm more interested in. Mm. I think I'm going to go House gear I think I'm going to go House gear
1: Great. Uh, so in your playbook, you're going to note that uh, under your house. House Giyar's sigil is a uh, hair, uh, And your individual sigil might be the same as house giards, Mm -hmm. uh, or you might have changed it in some way to represent a distance between you
0: and the house you uh, Mm. once served, or the house that was once your family Mm. I think my sigil rabbit, it is like a rabbit that is uh, mostly obscured by uh, a a shield like you can see a little bit of the rabbit but there is like a shield in front of it, and there is like, uh, there's a shield with two crossed swords in front of it Signifying mm. that, like, I am of House Giar, but I am the, I am the, I am the blade and the shield and the and the front line and the and the weapon, the weapon at the at the front of House Giar.
1: Mm. Hmm. Do you think that you you're falling out with your? How, how do you think you fell out with your house? Do you think it was based uh, on their betrayal of the claimant who you're now allied with, or do you think there was another cause?
0: I think. I think I was, I think I was, I think I, I think I, I fell out because I do think, I do think I fell out because they, because they betrayed House Lalar and, and the, the claimant. I think it was, I think I, I think I, no, actually I'm going to go, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and say, I think it was, I think it was when they took the throne, but I don't think it was, I don't think I was cast out for, I guess, idealistic reasons. I think I was cast out uh in sort of a shuffling of the deck in sort of a uh you know, rearranging of, of things in sort of making a a we ha- you know, uh getting rid of the people we don't trust and the people that we don't that we that House Gear cannot rely on. And they saw uh, you know, the front line, the person the person they they I was too eager, too eager for war and too eager for combat. I was, I I had declared myself the front line, right? Like I was a, Mm. I was a noble that put myself on the front line and they said, that's a little bit too, you're a little bit too much in a position to try and, to try, to try something. And Mm -hmm. so they got rid of me and I felt so slighted by that that I said, well, then I'm going to put, then I'm going to put the claimant back and enact my vengeance that way. Do
1: you think you knew the claimant before all this happened, or did you form that, like, take initiative to go seek them out? I think
0: I took initiative um, to seek them out. I think – because mm-hmm. I don't think – like I said, I don't think I was cast out, like, with – like, when they took over. I think I was sort of in a, a sweep of getting rid of the the untrustables. They mm-hmm. They got rid of me, and so, like, it was a – I think I came fairly late and was like, you need, like – you're not going to beat the House Gyar without power, without military strength, and I offer that to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool.
0: Do you? I have a question. So the claimant
1: often at this point would choose a background for themselves, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be interesting to have you kind of design the claimant that would be compelling for you to play alongside. Okay. Uh, or like play off of. Uh, so the claimant could be someone who is exiled for a crime and lost their claim. Um, through a kind of semi-legal process, you know, justly or unjustly. They could be someone who is legitimized and just brought into the path to power mm-hmm. or could be someone uh, who was previously heir to the throne, but fled after an assassination attempt uh, and is now returning to retake what
0: they lost. Um, I like the third option. I like that. Mm. I like that. In fact, I almost think, yeah, I like the third option. I like the, the, that it was a, an assassination attempt. It was a straight up a coup, and mm-hmm. I was, perhaps I was even part of it. Like, perhaps there is a, whether Ooh. or not the claimant knows it, perhaps I was involved in, like, the coup. Maybe not, like, in the court, where, like, the poisoning and the assassination happened, or the attempted assassination, but, like, I was deployed on the outskirts of, I was deployed on the outskirts of, like... Out on the front, I had placed myself among the forces that, like, if the assassination attempt failed and things got bad, like, we were prepared to march. And I've kind of carried, mm. I carry that in the back of my head as a, uh, I'm not ashamed of it, but I, I i have concerns that should it be known, it will complicate my, my uh, not even so much my relationship with the claimant, but my ability to take what is rightfully mine. Mm. Yeah, I can see. Which that is a place a at the, the front road. of the military. Like it is. a. And,
1: you know. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. And, you know, that things could have played out so differently. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I could have I, easily I, been on other side. Could have,
0: I could have, you know, driven a sword through the heart of the claimant had things gone differently.
2: Hmm.
1: That's cool. And what do you, so what do you think your particular background was? The vengeance options are cavalry commander, sworn sword, or bosun, like a, a naval commander.
0: Um cavalry commander. I was I was on I was on horseback, you know, standing with a with a big mounted weapon, like waiting. and like that was my, you know, uh I was very much the, you know, big sword, big glaive. Battling people on horseback, like the terror, the, the, the terror on four feet, raining, mm-hmm. raining mm-hmm. hell down upon everyone that came in my came into my past, my path.
1: Now, based on this kind of character concept and background, you're going to choose four action dots. Okay. The vengeance playbook already has three selected. You have an innate ability to skirmish, which is kind of controlling space in a fight uh, and, you know, up close melee or a back alley brawl. Uh, you have access, and you have access to command, the commanding of troops or commanding obedience from someone, uh, in a tense conversation. But you're going to choose, uh, additional dots based on one based on your heritage that house, like your history with House mm-hmm. PR, one based on your background as a cavalry com- commander, and then two more anywhere you please. Those could be talents that you have or, or personal interest or. Uh, additionally
0: tied to that background, I'm going to put one into ride for my background as a cavalry commander. I was a I was a warrior on horseback. I'm mm-hmm. going to put a second into skirmish for my background with House Yar, as I was the I was the warrior on the front lines. And the two others that I'm going to put in, I'm going to put one into hunt, and I'm going to put one into. I assume I can I assume I can't have more than two in a single dice in a single. yeah, but two is the limit That's in, I thought. in one. Yeah. action rating yep. Uh, then I'm gonna put one into I think I'm gonna put one into sway. Cool.
1: That feels good. The next thing to look at is a special ability um, in that central column of avenging mm-hmm. abilities.
0: Uh, I'm leaning towards either brutal. Or uh, either brutal or battleborn; those are the two that I'm leaning towards. Mm. Trying to decide which I feel more comfortable, which I, which feels more. I'm gonna go battleborn. Cool. I don't think I'm necessarily especially frightening. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go brutal. I am. I am especially frightening, and when I unleash physical violence, it is especially frightening. When you command a frightened target, take plus one dice. I am. I am. You know. I am a monster. There's smoke around me. I am, you know, uh, a burning, a burning visage bathed in smoke and flame on top of a horse towering Mm -hmm. over you. And like when I when I say move, you know, that the the earth thunders and the sky like bends around me. And I imagine
1: for a claimant that had to flee from violence. You're just what they need.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly what I offered them. I was like, I told them, you know, that's how I kind of convinced them. I was like, you need, you're not going to convince them. They're not going to, they're not going to give over the the crown, the crown out of the goodness of their heart. You're going to have to wrench it out of someone's dead body. You're going to have to wrench it out of someone's cold, dead hand. And wrenching Mm -hmm. things out of cold, dead hands is something I'm extremely good at. (laughs) The,
1: uh, contacts list right beneath your special abilities mm-hmm. has a list of people that you know one of those you ha- are particularly close with uh, a friend or relationship and one is someone who you have a complicated relationship with or a difficult relationship could be a rival could be an enemy
0: i am a friend of bara the veteran so i'm gonna put an f there
1: do you think and... you served together
0: yeah i think we did i think i think uh, I think Bara was my, was my, my right hand. Bara was my, uh, was my, my backup, my wing, my wingman. Bara was the, was the sword at my side. And, you know, uh, I, I, I took my own path, but I still rely on Bara. you know. Uh, what are Barra's pronouns? Let's go with, let's roll a D6 here. One, two, he, his, three, four. Let's go they, there. Bara is, uh, they are... Bara is my is my wing person. Bara is the sword at my side and I still call on them from time to time to say like if I need added support, I know I can count on Bara. There's not many there's not many people among my ranks that I know I can count on. A lot of people fell in with House Gear, but Bara hmm. they are they are count they are trustworthy. I believe I believe in Bara. I don't have the same uh I don't have the same I have a, I have a much more complicated relationship with Drosten the Bandit,
2: which mm-hmm. is
0: because, uh, I mean, I, I I worked with Drosten after I was ousted, um, you know, but it was always a – I think there was always a, a, an agreement of one of us is going to come out on top and when that happens, well, then the other person is dead like mm, mm-hmm. i am going to take my place at the claimant's side and when i do i am going to drag you through the streets and and see your end and Drosten is going to become the monarch of all crime and when that happens what good is what good is another what good is another servant to the crown other than blo- other than a symbol to anyone who would oppose me yeah we work very well together with that in mind but the, we have the, the agreement that when this is over.
1: Right. Yeah. One, one of you is going to be standing.
0: Yeah. The next thing
1: to look at is your solace. Mm-hmm. The campaign for the crown is stressful and perilous. Uh, and there has to be some way that you seek reprieve, uh, from these sorties that you'll engage in. Um, so you have a couple options there and you can detail them. Prayer, love, rest, camaraderie, art, or service.
0: Um, I like, I kind of like rest. I like it is, it is, uh, as much as I, you know, I burn bright on the battlefield and then nobody sees me for three days, right? Like it is, Mm -hmm. it is, I, I go off into the woods, I wander into the wood and like no one sees me. Like I sit and if somebody comes to find me, well then I spend some extra time in the wood digging a grave. Mm -hmm. Like I am I if my 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 retinue knows that I am to be left alone after a battle, after a successful mission, because I want nothing more than to quietly reflect on what has happened and what I've done in order to properly pay homage to the great deeds that I've accomplished.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's cool. So the next things to look at are your name and look. You've noted your sigil. I threw a couple miscellaneous list- names in your notes. We'll probably need a few as we go. Yep. Uh, but you can uh, choose from there or think of some that sound cool. Uh, totally up to you.
0: I'm going to go with Bogren. Bogren Hearth. Bogren Hearth is my name. Look, uh, bearded, scarred, bedraggled, extra, <laughs> extra <laughs> is it? extra, extra feels right. I've seen some things, and I wear I wear my I wear my legacy as a warrior on my face, my body, my beard. Hmm. How old do you think Bogren is? I think Bogren is a little bit older. I picture I'm picturing mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of a middle aged. Definitely, uh, it, uh, I think casting wise, it's definitely uh last generations action star has been casted to this role as a comeback.
1: Yeah. This mm-hmm. is definitely mm-hmm. like
0: a a we're giving this person one last ride and they're they're kind of you know uh, the, the ongoing plot of like uh the ongoing question of like am I too old for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna
1: throw in that the book. claimant is Kaylin Lolaire.
0: Kaylin Lolaire
1: um you as a character have two beliefs mm-hmm. and a drive uh the beliefs have a prompt specific to your playbook uh one defines a relationship with a claimant uh the one either kind of defines your overarching philosophy or, or vision uh, of the future and you have a drive which is your immediate goal what do you think what priority should be pursued right now hmm. let's do the beliefs and then i'll kind of pitch our starting situation uh, and you can choose a drive from there.
0: All right. So I think my two beliefs are, well, I'm going to, I'll wait on the drive, but I think my two beliefs are the, the claimant. Kaelin Lolaire is my means to an end. Nothing more. Or so Mm. I say, Hmm. Uh, and and I will claim vengeance by tearing down the strongholds of house gear with my own two hands. I want to stand amongst the rubble and know that I have broken, know that I have broken house gear. Like mm. it is not enough to know that it happened. I have to be there and be in the fr- at the front and center when it does.
1: Yeah. Do you want? Would you need them to know it was you? Oh, like for you sure. Want, yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. They. I. I. I want. I want them to know that I have been dragged That they. That they did this. That they did this by casting me out. So you. Our starting situation here. Mm-hmm. You've landed.
1: In the southern provinces, an area called the Sedglands, uh, here in the kingdom of Crayabon. Uh The north is where the seat of power is, the throne. Um, but it would be a death sentence for Caelan to try to enter there. Mm-hmm. Um, too, too well known. Uh, their uncle, Madoc's uh, assassins are everywhere and spies. Um, so Caelan's plan is to develop a foothold here in the south. Um, it's too dangerous to go out in public and so you've been entrusted to find some safe entry point to power um, for the claimant's retinue. There's a tense situation here in the They're The place is nominally ruled by a, a former mercenary, Lady Sianis again. She's gotten a foothold here in a town called Bellheather, uh, and she's trying to shore up her power as a new noble, uh, but has a lot of problems keeping her from st- success at that. Uh, and there's a kind of a player-facing situation on page 13, if you want to check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Sagain has problems with wraiths throughout the province, uh, and a more targeted problem with Drostin, a powerful bandit who you know all too well, uh, who's come south uh, looking for easier pickings than worth to be found in the north. Um, on her other side, Sagain is being uh, rivaled by House Gyar. Uh, it's a lesser branch, not the rulers that you spent so much time with, uh, in your, in the you know, prime of your career before this, uh, turn to the claimant's cause. Um, uh, but House Giyar is trying to fabricate a claim on Sigain's land. Um, they're an older house, uh, very influential, and they've got the money to throw around, though they have no rightful claim to this province itself. Um, so between these three factions, you're going to try to find a place to wedge the claimant's influence in, um, and come up with a way to secure a safe foothold for the claimant here
0: okay then i think i do know my drive mm. i think my I think i'm gonna make my drive i will i'm gonna go back to what i had originally i wrote and then removed and that is i will rally the army that will stand at my back mm. i don't like bandits But a mercenary and a brigand is someone that at least I can count on to fight until the job is done, provided that I put myself in a position where I can pay them. If I can if I can rally up a gang, if I can rally up enough of a strong arm force that I can, you know, rally that I can I can I can make a few big moves, then I see it going two ways. I see it going where, I see it going where, uh, people's eyes will be on me, right? They'll be on, they'll be on the, the, the disgraced general or disgraced cavalry master that is, is rallying, is rallying a counter coup mm-hmm. and not on Kalen. if Kalen were to, were to make moves of their own.
2: Mm.
0: Or if it goes well, as this happens, if it goes well, then perhaps I can perhaps I can rally an army and make make an immediate strike and make some immediate military gains. I see this as going two ways. I see this as being as as offering two kinds of advantages.
1: When we're looking at jumping into a sortie, mm-hmm. which is the kind of single mission structure rebel crown. Uh, as soon as you have enough detail to start, uh, we can jump right into the action with the engagement role, though, of course you could flashback and uh, do yeah. additional preparation. Uh, the, the different, uh, plans for a sortie are on the bottom of your playbook. Uh, it sounds like you have kind of a social connection that would get you a di- diplomatic plan. Uh, but I want to hear about the approach that you have in mind.
0: I'm almost thinking more of an uprising plan. I'm thinking I could pull, I'm thinking... I'm thinking, Lady Sianus's, uh underlings, right? The the, mm-hmm. the the loyal, the people of the Sedglands, they have grievances with House Guyar. Mm-hmm. It would be sure fairly easy for me to rally to to rally up an angry enough mob, make a big splashy make a big splashy blow against House Giar, which itself is satisfying. And perhaps get Lady Sianis' attention where I can sit down and negotiate a position of military strength and, and and a key military alliance. And, like I said, in doing so, make it very obviously known that make it very obviously known that Bogran Hearth is on the scene. Mm-hmm. Such that everybody's attention is on me and no one's attention is on Kaelin if Kaelin makes any moves.
1: Awesome. It sounds like you get a lot of strings to pull on in a lot of interesting ways that uh, this could escalate. Yes. Um, How do you go about looking for this crowd? Are you going to dive, like, wander into the center of Bellheather? Are you... um, We're going to say you have a a levy, like a small crew of backers. Do you see those... The people that you gather around yourself, do you see them as courtiers, as spies, as soldiers? I
0: see them as soldiers, and I see a lot of us as... Uh, the fantasy at this point, the fantasy equivalent of a biker gang at this point. Like, mm. so mm-hmm. I think the way to do it is to settle into a bar is to find like, a specifically a tavern where soldiers, mercenaries, people of action would hang around and we can make settle in, make this place our watering hole mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, do drum up drum up unrest that way whether that be whether that be you know uh leveraging kind of playing the room if if people sway in if people sway in support of Lady Sianis then we can rally up then the goal would be to rally to to get the crowd angry right use my use the soldiers that I am I am here with To stoke the fires of the crowd and basically get people real, real angry and real, real ready to do something. Or Mm -hmm. if the people are in favor of House Gear, you know, then get people riled up and get people angry and and start a fight that way and sort of establish. And if I have to establish uh, myself with an iron fist as opposed to uh, with a crowd of friends. Like, I'm going to play it friendly for now. But if 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 loyalists to house gear are present, then it may take a show of force. Cool. Uh, I think you're going to get so we're going to jump to the
1: engagement. Role. Cool. See, you, we're going to set you in Fergus's tavern, uh, dead in the center of Belheather uh, and see how you ingratiate yourself in this first moments of the engagement. Uh, you always get a die for sure luck you get an additional die because this is a particularly bold or daring approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but House ski even the lesser branch is a higher tier than you. And so you subtract one die. So you want to roll one D six. Okay. for The engagement roll. See how it goes. A six. All right. Yeah. I think we like hear that first, uh, you're like, uh, reading the room initially. Uh, and you can hear a lot of resentment. Yeah. Uh, at gear that because, the bandits and wraiths are here, and trade is being strangled in Belheather. Uh, and just one province over, where Gyar are ruling peacefully, they've got, you know, uh, their orchards are overflowing, uh, they have a, wide stores of grain, and their bribes are like infamous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like not only living the high life, but the rumors that they're edging in for Saganes land are now public. And there's a kind of simmering resentment under the surface um there's a lot of place places that people are willing to point their ire uh drosten is still blamed for a lot of the hardship uh people say that Seguin is not ruling well uh but you hear the name giar often enough mm-hmm. um when people are talking quietly at these tables in fergus's tavern perfect
0: i think uh i think what happens then is you know uh I... I start talking. I start I start making my presence known, right? Like, I mean, the plan has always been that... The plan has never that Bogran Hearth is anything other than extremely present on the scene. So mm-hmm. I start sharing... I start sharing my story. I start giving the most... Uh, and I think, like, uh, as part of our... As part of our con, right? As part of our uh, playing the crowd my my associates my soldiers kind of gather start to gather are the first to kind of gather around to make it to add to this picture of people taking notice as I start buying drinks and telling people and telling myself like I I was cast out I was house gear offers nothing House Giyar offers no loyalty to soldier or friend or family member at all. There is no mm. reason there for anyone in the Sedgelines to believe that House Gear is not going to march over and take what they perceive as rightfully theirs. And I I start telling the story of like I, f- I was a I was a a proud and respected member of their member of their frontline forces and they they may as well have they may as well have strung me up and and cooked me like a pig. Like mm. they offer no There is no, there is no trust there. Assume the worst because house GR is probably planning the worst and I'm giving, I'm I'm giving as, as I'm going, I'm getting more riled up and giving more of this, of this dramatic speech to kind of get people, get people riled.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to start a clock here. There's another tab for clocks, um, rile the crowd to action or spur the crowd to action.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We might have to see how well they can be directed after they're riled up. Um, And this sounds like uh, possibly a sway to me. But I think this is a sway.
0: I think this is a sway. And I think I am going to push myself here. So I'm going to take two stress to add a second dice to this. Cool.
1: You're looking at controlled position, standard effect. Oh, it's a two and a three.
0: Mm. I think
1: people, like, the person you just bought a drink for, it, like, nods in, in total agreement, uh, and then they're kind of, like, shouldered out of the side, and you can see, um, though there aren't any Gyar soldiers in this room, uh, there's a, uh, a, a soldier steps forward. He's got a harp sigil on his doublet, and, it's a, you know, this as a member of the Clarsac band, a mercenary band that's been hired by Giyar, uh and has been pushing a lot of their interests here in the province. Uh, and though the people uh, are no less receptive to hear what you have to say, the conversation's kind of cut short by this mercenary uh, pushing his way in. Uh, and he says, oh, it's bold talk for one ousted from his own family.
0: I, I, I stand up and i get as close to i get as close to this person as i can and i just say bold talk backed by decisive action and and a and an intent backed bold action backed by intent and i promise you decisive action
2: hmm you going
1: to try to talk him down
0: yeah i think so sounds like maybe command to intimidate i think so and i'm going to take my a two little dice.
1: riskier still standard effect
0: Oh my God! I'm rolling so badly. That's a one and a two. What is happening? I, I mean, it, we're it's fine. It's fine. Spiraling
1: it's, deep into some drama here. I'm it's fine.
0: It. It's it's the best time to be it's the best time to be causing to be causing drama.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he grabs you, uh, and he goes. He's going to try to push you to the ground. I think he's
0: escalating this to a fight. I think I I think I respond in kind. I think I I think I as soon as his hands are on my on my my outfit or my clothes my tunic, it's it's a haymaker straight to the nose. It is a a headbutt. It is a headbutt to the to the center of the skull. Like it is very specifically like um, big, brutal offense to like put this person down as definitively as possible, as violently, like as as quickly, swiftly, but also like showily and angrily and viciously as possible. Mm. When you get in a brawl like this, mm-hmm.
1: do your soldiers know to stand back so you can make a point, or do they like are they hang close uh, um, and join in?
0: I think they they know to they know to hang back and to to read the room. If mm. if uh, but if it's one on one, then they know to to sit back and and let me do my thing because this is what I do and this is this is how I have made my name.
1: All right, yeah. Let's see you unleash some physical violence
0: here. All right. Uh, I'm going to call, uh, I believe we'll probably call that a skirmish. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to take two stress, bump this up to three dice. That's a one, three and a four.
1: Okay. I think you, you do like hit him hard. That haymaker lands hard. Um, but he doesn't have the same, uh, honor in terms mm-hmm. of single combat that you have uh and one of the other uh one of the well, who looked like a patron until a moment mm-hmm. ago who's sympathetic to the klar uh is like uh like slips in behind you and hits you in the back of the head with a tankard
0: and i think that's the moment that my my uh my retinue gets up and gets into it because i think like the second i think the second you know it is it is rules of engagement apply right like even if this is even if this is me a drunken bar battle like the rules of engagement apply here so i think this is when Mm -hmm. and i think this is the moment that i kind of like i take the hit and i just kind of stand up and i just like look to my left and my right and i i like i maybe snap my fingers or i like give like a gesture and i continue to throw haymakers but i trust that my my forces will fall behind me and, and do what they need to do
1: cool uh, I think unless you want to resist, the bash to the head is going to be level one harm. I'll take that, and we'll say cool. Uh, yeah. So, when, in this moment, what what's your important piece of control? Is are you leading with a fight here? Or are you do you start like? commanding your soldiers around the room like you Um, like run this like a military brawl or you just like throwing down
0: um i i want to end this fight i want to end my fight with uh with with the mercenary first i trust my my i trust my boys to do what they got to do cool so that's gonna be two dice for a skirmish and that's double fives
1: all right yeah i think you uh, how do you end it as my question.
0: Um I think I think I take the tank or the bash to the head, right? I stumble forward. Um and I I, I think the mercenary kind of like rears up to, to maybe like, you know, bash me in the head or give me an axe handle, and I just stand up, I grab him by the throat, and I like throw him to the ground, and just one swift punch I like crush his nose beneath my fist and then stand up kick him in the in the ribs and like shake it off and I'm, and and looking out at my at my my troop my my squadron my battalion and seeing how they are handling but i think it is it is it is brutal and swift and clean and you know with less effort than perhaps it should have even taken like it is it mm-hmm. is I, you know it is it is a a decimation cool i think the consequence here
1: is that some uh like fergus sends someone a barkeep out from the tavern to go fetch sagain she's going to bring peacekeepers here uh and you're going to be treated as uh someone breaking her peace that's fair here in in bellheather all right so i'm going to start a four segment clock uh sagain's law arrives
0: and I think as this happens, I, like, now is my time to command my, my, my people and say, like, and say, Houskiyar is here. Houskiyar's underlings are here, but more importantly, Houskiyar's underlings are a swift punch in the nose away from being taken out. And I, I look around as I, with, like, a wicked grin as my, my soldiers, now I'm shifting into command mode and, like, taking the lead and ensuring that like anybody else wearing that harp is summarily thrown out of the bar. Cool. Yeah, go for it. That is a two and a four.
1: Um, I think that's going to advance your spur of the crowd to action clock. Ah. I think, I think some of the members, some people who were, you had bought drinks for, who were listening to you, part of the crowd in Fergus's havern, uh, has joined your side of the fight. Uh, and sees things this way, your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the consequence here is I'm going to fill the rest of that. Seguin's law arrives clock unless you do no, something I, about
0: it. Uh, I think what we're going to do about it is, uh, carry this out into the street where is carry this out into the street where, um, like carry it out into the street with like a loud roar of, um, trying to sort of play the uh play the crowd to my favor a little bit which uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna propose as a sway that i might take a devil's bargain on or push myself on i'll kind of leave that to your hands but i want to i want to make it clear and sort of uh prolestatize a little bit that this is uh that you know more lean more on Hauskiar is here, they've already sent their advanced forces. It's act now. It's it's clear it's clear out these mercenaries and these pretenders and these, you know, uh would-be would-be infiltrators before uh before your community is overtaken. Uh cool. Uh that
1: sounds like a sway, I agree. I think maybe a devil's bargain I could throw in okay. here is that this crowd is Hungry for, for some leadership, someone going mm-hmm. to take action about this thing that they see as a problem, uh, but they're not separately going to follow your leadership.: Sure. So I think like at, the devil's bargain is that they're like totally out of your control. They'll go yeah. after GR, but the way they do it might not be the way you want.:
0: I'm cool with that. I accept that. I accept that bargain.: uh, Double fives again.
1: Cool. I'm gonna fill in, spur the crowd, crowd, uh, crowd to action. You got four out of six on that clock um i think the consequence here is that the crowd the agitated crowd is now getting split uh someone starts calling for um going after the bandits instead Mm. they're like as worked up you buy that they buy that this is a problem and like maybe violence is an answer they have not sufficiently considered uh but agitators for going after the bandits uh this crowd might break in half uh and either mm. start fighting each other about the best direction here uh or going after the bandits
0: um i think this is when i think this is probably the moment when i am uh going to what's my what's my plan here we've escalated think i think we've escalated this as much as we could so i think my plan here is to uh I think now that the crowd is hot, I think that it's time to kind of uh break that dissension by way of getting back into the skirmish and getting back into like definitively like taking care like removing the remaining uh by by my own hand removing as many of the remaining mercenaries as I can in order to saw in order to like you know put it's put as many people sort of behind me as possible because I'm pretty sure that I'm going, that I'm, I'm going to be imprisoned and have to deal with, uh, lady sit with a uh, lady Sianus, but at least I can do so as a hero of the people. Like at least if I, if I, if I remove some of these mercenaries and I entrust my people to do the same, at least I am coming in as a position of, I have broken the peace, but done so, uh, as a favor or done so with with a gesture of, of of goodwill
1: are you like going so far to like bust down the door to the dicing parlor next door like you're looking for these mercenaries or you're like um like i think you won the fight in the bar but you're like trying to like put down who you see as your opponents here
0: then i uh oh if i've if it's a fight in the bar yeah i think at this point what i'm trying to do what I'm trying to do, I think, at this point is if in that case, I I, I was under the assumption there were more mercenaries around. But if, if the if the bar fight is settled, I think like the crowd is hot, but the best thing to do is uh, call rank around my own forces and sort of ensure that. You know, we stay close together because uh, this might escalate even further, which is kind of the plan, right? The kind of the plan mm-hmm. is agitation. But we need to stay close together, especially if peacemakers are on their way to ensure that we are kept together and we are and that we are not broken by attrition. We are not pulled in multiple directions in multiple petty squabbles.
2: What? So
1: those members of your crew, that are like going, looking for a fight in the dicing parlor. You're like calling some discipline yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting things straight. Cool. Yeah. i'm call like that command command. Yeah.
0: All right. That's a five.
1: All right. You, uh, the crowd is yours with the um, things, uh, pulling your soldiers together, getting things back in line uh, is enough to like get the attention. Like you're kind of through your soldiers, people's ears pick up as you. Uh, reorganize them. And it s- seems like you clearly have a plan. Um, I think that unless you resist, that's going to fill the rest of this agitators going for the bandits clock too. Okay. Uh, and some of this group is going to break off um, and try to like get what they see as justice from Drostin directly.
0: Uh, I'm okay with that. I think I'm, I think I'm okay with that. I think I also like gather everyone around and I say, and like, I pull in like my, my forces for a moment and I'm like, there is no way that peacemakers there is no way that some sort of law enforcement is not on its way we cooperate and we we cooperate we speak to them and you defer to me as your leader you defer to me as the person in charge here is that clear and and so like uh. i i kind of i i i sort of like am like drinks everyone's drinks are on me we've we've done a great thing today now we, now we plan our next steps and I kind of consciously, I hand, um, we'll say is there because they're my friend. I hand Barra like a, a, a pouch of like my remaining coin and I kind of consciously lean like stay towards the back so that when, uh, Lady Sianis and the Peacekeepers arrive, like I can be the one to like step up and raise my hands and offer to go in peace.
1: Cool. Um. Yeah, I think you hear the horse hooves down the alley, uh, and Seguin is here. Uh, she's flanked by a chancellor on one side, uh, and looks like a master at arms on the other. Uh, and she demands uh, to hear for someone needs to hear for their crimes uh, for disturbing the peace in her village.
0: And I step up and I, um, I, I offer. I am like, this was this was this was my doing. I. This was my doing and I I will I will bow to any any crime I will bow to any punishment you deem worthy all I ask is all I ask is to sit down with you as equals as one as one uh as one one aggrieved noble to another all I ask is to state my case to you plainly in a place of in a place of privacy and business
1: Cool sounds like a desperate role Yep. Uh given the the stakes of a like she's in front of this crowd she wants to be seen as uh give, doling out unquestioned justice. Uh and I think I think maybe it's standard effect. I think I'm going to take two stress here to get that
0: third dice. Cool. That is a 4.
1: I think she agrees to meet with you. Uh but she'll be talking to you through uh, the walls of a
0: cell. And I, I, I say I we I, we can speak where you wish to speak. And I like I offer myself up and I I, I think I put up a hand. I think Bara and probably a few of the others try to come out and I put up a hand and I'm like we will speak behind a cell. All I ask is an audience bars are of no of no meaning to me.
1: Cool. I think maybe we can cut the sortie there. Your yeah. objective was achieved. Uh for like the, there's a phase called the Reckoning, where we look at um, what you earned in this and what the consequences are. Mm-hmm. for your. You look at the type of objective, and that determines your um, gain of renown and income. Mm-hmm. Uh, this looks like a weakened faction um, for Gyar. You've mm-hmm. got a, a kind of lawless mob set against them. So you're going to gain income equal to their tier. So you're going to gain two coin for this lesser branch of Gyar. Uh, and there's a domain sheet for tracking all these kind of shared resources, even for one player, So I'll like Mark two coin there. Um, you're going to lose a status with gear.
0: Sure, that checks out. That makes sense.
1: Uh, and you're going to gain an opportunity for a sortie against them. Um, so I think that you've got your your mob. Now we can see yeah. how that plays out. Um The other thing we look at in your recording after income is your renown, uh, how much your name has grown and the claimant's name. Um, You always get two. uh, You get plus one if they're a higher tier, which they were. Uh, So you're going to get three renown there. uh, And that's going to be how you're going to increase in tier for your retinue. We look at uh, what unrest came out of that. Uh, I think... This might be contained conflict, even though uh, you had a brawl. I think this is like a tavern brawl is not uh, on the scale of a battle. Right. Um, and, and you weren't out, you know, uh, cutting throats or anything. Yeah. So probably two unrest from that. People are going to talk about this and there'll be some discontent in Bell Bellheather, uh, but no crisis. And then based on the amount of unrest, I'm going to roll an entanglement. Uh, okay. Like that symbolizes some of the fallout from this sortie, consequences you're going to deal with down the road. Cool. Uh, oh, this is so perfect. Uh, it's about a peasant crowd gathering in the domain. Mm. Uh, and I think the problem is I'm going to start a long term clock of uh, a conflict between Drosten and the peasants. I like that. And that's going to disrupt day to day life in the Sedgellands enough that you'll have to do something about it.
0: Yep. And it, is, it is what it is. I, I I stand by. I mean that was that was the plan. The plan was to the plan was to get there. Was to get attention and you know rally up a crowd. And I did that. And Frank and I did that without putting attention on Kalen. Like now we have now we have forces that we can fall back on. And Kalen's name remains. Unsullied. Remains unsullied by, you know, Kaelin remains unentangled by Sianis. I feel like this was an unquestioned success for me.
1: Totally. Yeah. Uh, Seems like this is uh, Bagrin playing by their own rules, you Mm -hmm. know, like following their approach. Yep. Um, I think think that would be cool to see it would be to see what downtime from a prison cell looks like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think you've got contacts and friends. A lot of these would still work for you. Uh, you get two downtown actions. Uh, the options are on page 10. Uh, you could acquire an asset for the next sortie. You could start a long-term project. You could try to recover from that head wound. Uh, you could try to indirectly quell some of that unrest. Um, send some agents after those, uh, that mob. You could train up a new skill. Uh, or you could seek solace in rest.
0: Um, I think, I think the first thing I'm going to do is recover. I think that's the first thing I'm going to do. That feels right. And I think the second thing I'm going to do, I think I'm going to recover and quell unrest. I don't think I'm in a position to rest and to rest and and clear my stress just yet. I think I need to I need to make sure that the uh that any any big splashy things are still kind of funneling back to me. More so, perhaps, partially because that's the tactical advantage. I don't want to spread potential forces thin. But also, I think I feel a little responsible for this. I think I feel a little, I think, I think I need to make sure that no one gets hurt. That, like, if if people are getting blowback from this, it should be, it should be me. It shouldn't be random people that got swept up in a plan to to raise an army. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to recover um, and quell unrest.
1: For recovery, are you going to try to see a doctor? or Are you going to tough
0: it out? Uh, tough it out. I'm just uh, doing push-ups in a, in a prison cell to shake off the, right. to shake off to shake off the the headache. Um.
1: So you can roll a die All and right. then put the uh, that'll determine how many results you fail on that recovery. Clock. That is a three. So on a three, you put one tick in that. Recovery clock, right. right underneath the harm.
0: All right, I'll feel. I'll, I'll. We'll. We'll keep working at it, but it's still. I mean, it's still ahead. <laughs> uh, and when you tough it out, you got to
1: mark two stress.
0: Okay.
1: and the next thing is quelling unrest. So you tell me the action. Like, how do you try to deal with the um, this looming crisis from your from your cell?
0: as much as i want to quell unrest, i am at eight stress or yeah i am at eight stress mm. and do i think i think i i think in the back of my head like i think all of those things but i also just need to be quiet especially if i have to talk to lady Siannis. i need to i need to spend some time and, and recover from that like i need to i need to recover at least a little stress because i'm gonna be pushing myself
1: yeah what do you think's on your mind uh, as you're laying, you know it's like not a it's not a comfortable room, uh, but it's not set up for cruelty either. And you it's, know, you're treated as, I'm as by a
0: noble myself. captive. Like that's really what I want. Like it is my my comfortable place. But I mean, I think what's on my mind is I think I am worried about the people that broke off. Right, I am worried. Hmm. Like I said, I I want if anyone is going to suffer blowback hmm. from this operation. I want it to be me. I don't want to put people in danger. I don't want it to blow back on people. I want it to blow back on me. And I am making myself very clearly known as the leadership party of this campaign. I'm very much Mm -hmm. clearly making myself known as the point person that will suffer consequences. Because I do not want the people around me to suffer. And... A bunch of people have now gone off to do something reckless and dangerous, and I've put people in danger, and that is weighing on me. That is not how a leader should act, and I am not acting like this is not how a leader. This I am not act. Uh, that was not a move that a leader should make, is letting those people go off and put themselves in danger. Hmm. And so I am. I am. I am haunted by that, like that knowledge that that people are going to go off and potentially get hurt, and that's on me.
1: As you recover, you're going to roll your lowest attribute, which so is that's one, one for yep. insight.
0: Yep. That is another three. I'm rolling very bad today. It's bad. It's worth noting.
1: Yeah. You're on your own. You're facing tough yep. consequences. We're seeing what, uh, what Bogren's really made of here. Yeah. Um,
0: that's going to have the
1: opportunity to write Kalen from captivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you, uh, provide an update of any kind? Yes, I think,
0: I think so. I think I, I think I would give a detailed update and say, you know, uh, the coast is clear for you to, for you to make your next move partially because there's a great deal of heat on me and (laughs) like, so be, be careful and be safe. You know, uh, Bara is, Bara is at Fergus's. Was it Fergus's? Yep. Mm -hmm. Bara is at, you know, meet Bara at Fergus's. They will they will lead in my stead. You will have you will have your bodyguards. You will have your protection. But for the time being, there is heat on me and I I will deal with that and I will I will meet back up with you when when that heat is settled, hopefully with more people uh, at my back. But for the time being, it is safe for you to make your move because all eyes are on Bogren, as was the plan. Would you have any
1: advice for the claimant on what that move might be? Or you let Kalen play their own game.
0: Uh, I I think I have to let Kalen play their own game. I think I think they. I trust that. I mean, their plan is probably much subtler than mine. I don't think that they are going to go in and start a bar brawl. But I trust. Hmm. But I, I I I do let them know that I did start that bar, that brawl and be like I you know a fight broke out. It was due to my action and my words. The people are heated and ready to to act with violent intent if you choose to use that to your advantage, do it. If you choose to avoid it and lay low, just know that there is a tension in the air. Cool. I like it. Um, the
1: last thing for us to do, we, so we ran through a sortie. You got your uh, imprisoned downtime. Uh, I think the next thing we would see is we'll find out what happens in this conversation with Sagain, uh and how your mob fares against Giyar. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next thing to do would be look at your XP triggers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and see what experience you gain. You did make one desperate sway against Segain, mm-hmm. Uh, and so you should mark a resolve experience right away. Great. Um, and then for the rest of them, we can kind of go through these, uh, and you can say, um, uh, whether you think you earned that XP, there's kind of five checks, okay. uh, based on the playbook and you can learn, uh, up to one XP for each check. Okay. So the question, first question is, did you make sacrifices to gain a strategic advantage?
0: I think so. Yes. I think I, I think I, I think I put myself in jail to get an audience with (laughs) Lady Sianis. Like I could, there's, there's ways I could have handled that more directly and without, you know, but that didn't end with me in jail. But for the time being, I am in jail because I wanted to find a way to talk to Sianis and get her on my side.
1: Cool. And these XP can go in your playbook or can go in any attribute as you please. All right. Uh, Second one is you took, did you take
0: initiative to preempt a threat? (sighs) No. I'm going to say no. I think I, I think I reacted to a threat rather than taking initiative to deal with a threat.
1: Hmm. Um, you counsel, did you counsel the claimant to choose aggression over compromise?
0: Uh, no, actually, I, I, I think I, I think I, I think I recommended the exact opposite. Which I think was a cool moment for, for Bogren. I think we saw that you're
1: not like single-minded in that way. Yeah. Um, you like see that you have a role and the the claimant might be up to something else. I like that. Yep. Um, did you express
0: your background or scars? Yes, I did. Mm. Very much so. I use it to my advantage. I I played off of I played off of my history with uh with House Gyar and I, I I spun that story for all to hear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it feels like that could be driving the campaign level too, like your yeah. relationship with Gyar, like moving those p- p- pawns on the larger board. I already yep. felt like it was happening. Yep. Uh, and last one, you expressed your beliefs or drive.
0: Uh, very much so.
1: I rallied an army. Yeah. You guys, you've you got them. Uh, they might be running out ahead of you at the moment, but yep. you'll have them at your back for sure.
0: Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's a
1: session of Rebel Crown.
0: That's great. That game's dope. I loved it. That was fantastic.
1: I had a lot of fun. Oh, Thank, uh, you, thank you. you for playing with me. This was great. Yeah, it was a treat. Oh. Uh, Bogren's such a wild character. I like. It felt like so much of the momentum was coming from
0: Bogren's personality. That yep. was really fun to play with. I love Bogren. Bogren's great. Bogren's very cool, and I... I, I I'm going to be thinking a lot about him and his long-term plans. He was an interesting character considering that he started with, I'm going to play Vegeta because I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> but he grew into his own character and I really liked him. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for join- joining me for the show. Thank you for playing with me. This was an absolute delight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun.
0: So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find Rebel Crown and your wor- other work online?
1: Uh, you can find uh, our site at narrativedynamicspress.com. Uh, the Rebel Crown Quick Start is up for free on itch.io, uh, the Narrative Dynamics page, uh, and we'll be releasing it in August on narrativedynamicspress.com.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for joining me. This was awesome. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap things up. Take a feature, me. Thanks, Bass Me. And thanks again to Michael for coming on to the show. That game was a delight. Be sure to follow Michael on Twitter at dun underscore O'Connor. Check out the game in the show notes. And while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash Party of One Merch. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, Podchaser review, Stitcher review, you can leave it in other places as well, but those are the three that I find. So, like, if you leave it in one of those other places, shoot me an email so that I see it, because like those are the three that I get in my inbox. You understand how it works. Uh, the other way that you can support me is on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Jeff Stormer. That pays that pays for all of the stuff that I do on a given on a given day, week, month, year, etc. Uh, and the other thing you can do is support the other podcast that I produce, all my fantasy children, which is a tabletop inspired character creation world-building, and storytelling podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend, Eric Catano, and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is, of course, produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by MegaRand, featuring the DD Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, press coverage, or coming onto the show as a guest, you can shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And, honestly, I think that's it. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always... Party on, everybody.